Can I stay home from daycare tomorrow? Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters in some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, podcasters, and welcome back today. Once again, I am smiling ear to ear as I just feel so much joy when I think of sharing today's episode. So Wally and the Workshop, highlighting our first episode starring Walter, Wally, Willy Wonka, and our big buddy. (laughs) So Walter is our Victorian bulldog cross puppy. He's not really a puppy anymore. He's he's still a puppy. He'll be two in just shy of a month, but he just, oh, he's so young at heart. This soul is, is just a special one. Walt is a being of joy and love. He is the biggest suck. He is a super softy, little bit of a scaredy cat too, but he's so, 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 so compassionate. In his short time with us, he's experienced some different unfoldings where we've had some different health things come up for the animals on our farm, especially a couple of the chickens, one of our roosters, and how he showed up for these guys while they were invited into the mudroom or maybe even into the house is so heartwarming. Like he's just a supportive love bug. I have dozens of pictures when our rooster Inigo was attacked by first a weasel and then about a year later a falcon while he was trying to protect our flock. That will be another episode on this podcast because man oh man he deserves about 10 episodes on him because what a rooster. What a phenomenal rooster. But while he was rehabbing with us in the mudroom or in the house, I have dozens of photos of Walter just laying right beside him, his head cozied right close. He just took such good care of that rooster while he was healing. And it's so beautiful to see how the different animals show up and what just is natural for them when they do things. Because with any of these behaviors, we're not reinforcing it with treats or food or anything like that, because I understand where that's more so reinforcing what I want them to do, but it's just holding that space for them to show up the way they want to, which is really cool. 
So Walter, (laughs) Walter joined our family. He is a pandemic dog. I will be honest about this. It was about, hmm, trying to think, almost a year after Herbert passed away that we looked at bringing Walter into the family. And I remember saying to Alex, my husband, if we go into another lockdown, we are getting a dog. I don't care. We are getting a puppy. It was one of those things, not for it to fill a need, but I guess it could be looked at that way if you want to. With the wellness studio, it was shut down more times than I would like to remember or mention. I can't even tell you how many because I'm just, there's no point in dwelling on that now. Yeah, coming into the second year of it and we were open for like two weeks and then they locked it down again. And I just was like, well, great time to get a puppy. And it was fascinating because there was these puppies that I had seen because the parents, the picture they had of the parents just grabbed my awareness, but it was a while ago. And Alex, again, just has a preference for male dogs for whatever reason. And so that was his only thing. We had talked about some different breeds, but we we just wanted to continue with the Bulldogs because we just love so much about that breed and about the the characteristics of those dogs. And I reached out to the lady and sure enough, she had one pup left and he was male. So we went down, took the drive to go meet the parents and the puppies. She still had a lot of the puppies. She didn't actually let them go out to homes, I think until 11 or 12 weeks, which I have to say was really, really, really amazing. We didn't end up getting Walter until he was 14 weeks old. His boundaries, especially because she still had the parents too, his boundaries and respect for Rascal was phenomenal because the parents had already instilled a lot of that training. Super, super cool. And so I had to say to her, because the puppies were adorable, I just had asked, you know, was there anything with this puppy that nobody else had? spoken for him yet that he was still one that was available and what she said is he was just a little more standoffish not in a bad way but just when people would come to see the puppies all the other puppies would rush the people where he would just kind of sit in the back and I was like okay that's like yeah that works and it was interesting because like talking to his parents the mom was like this puppy's yours. Like there was a lot of affirmations that came through from the parents that Walt would be coming home with us. And it was really cool. They shared quite a bit of insight, which was really, really neat. And so when we went back to pick up Walter and bring him home, it was so smooth. His transition into our household, and I do feel it was also the ability to connect and share, explain to him what's going on. But I also feel his parents were doing some of that too. It just was so smooth. It felt like we had had this pup for longer than we did because of how easy that shift in transition was. So awesome. Anyways, so that's how Walt joined our family. He came in in April 
And then that summer was the first summer that I launched Animal Connections, the Connecting to Animal workshop that I chatted about just before this episode. I love that these are lining up together. For the first year, because Walt was so little, he went to doggy daycare that weekend. He came out a few times, but because there is so many dynamics, a lot of the time we are in with the donkeys and the sheep or we're with the chickens, there's just a lot going on that I need to be focused on too, to have a puppy running around and watching that dynamic for me would have just been too stressful, (laughs) especially with it being my first year running the workshop. And so when it came to year two of running this workshop, I was like, okay, this dog is now a year and a half. How do I want this to look for this weekend? Because Walt just has this great energy, but I also was second guessing, my human self was second guessing how this would look, how this would show up. So what I figured is, because the workshop is Friday evening, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. The Saturday, I'll get Alex to take him to daycare. He'll have a big play. He loves daycare. I can't say enough good things about our doggy daycare. I know depending on what's unfolding, doggy daycares can be hit or miss with how they show up. Our doggy daycare is so spectacular to all of the beings that work there. If any of you hear this, thank you for all that you do. You are wonderful, wonderful humans. Anyway, so figured we would send Walt to daycare on the Saturday. And then the Sunday, as he would be a little more tired and everything, I would let him be part of the workshop and we would incorporate him into the Sunday. So Friday comes around and it's Friday morning and I'm just hanging out, folding laundry and tidying the house. As I'm folding laundry, Walt's laying close to me and he goes, can I stay home from daycare tomorrow? And I look at him. And I have to smile because hands down, daycare comes first with everything. This dog would choose daycare honestly over anything. He just loves it there. And I look at him, you want to stay here tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, I do. I want to be a part of it. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) okay. And so I said to him, I took a few moments and I showed him my expectations. And I said, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. And if you're going to be here, this is how I need you to show up, buddy. Walt at that age, and he can still be, he has some rambunctiousness. And especially when it comes to meeting new people or new situations or when people are really joyful or excited because they're experiencing new things, he gets lifted up and excited in that energy too. And so I was showing him that he needed to be calm. And he's like, I will, I promise. I'm all good. I'll do it. And he really wanted to be there. And so how could I, as I'm teaching a workshop around connecting to animals, then not let him be there, right? (laughs) But when he asked the way that he did, and it showed up in that aspect, there was no denying that he would then be there. So I let daycare know that Walt would not be coming on Saturday. And I have to say, 
how he showed up over the weekend just beyond blew my mind. It's just one of the coolest things ever. And this is, it's just what everybody needs to experience to see this deeper connection. Rascal is a barkier dog. He's a more reactive dog. So when people come to the house or people are walking by, he's bark, 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 bark. He's just more intense. We've done training around it, but there's just some things with him. However, the day of the workshop, not a single bark. Isn't bark of people coming? He just, he knows this vibration, this mode, this is what we're doing. And he dials right into it. And it was so cool because Kaylee, my business partner, and her partner, Wayne, came to the training this last year. And Wayne, as it was his first time taking it, was like, oh my gosh, Rascal is just a totally different dog right now. I know. Isn't it cool? I'm like, he knows what's going on. And that's what's so fascinating and wonderful is that animals just show up different because they're stepping into being the teacher. Oh, it's just a game changer. You can't deny it. And you don't look at things the same way after you experience it. And so for the workshop, it was really cool. I did tell people during certain times when we're lecturing, if Walter's coming up to you, don't get him excited. Don't like just helping to reinforce some healthy boundaries. So Walter, although he's tuning into kind of what I've said out there, it can help him learn when can we be playful, Walter? And when is it time to be dialed in and not disruptive? But I have to say, even with that, he didn't go up that often. You could see it when he was going up to people. When it comes to connecting with animals, it's really, really easy for us to get hard on ourselves. I've been there hands up a hundred times where I'm like, I can't do this. Oh my gosh, that person got this. I'm not going to be able to do this. Where Walt brings in such a beautiful, joyful, loving encouragement. When we connect to animals, that connection's coming from the heart. And so the more you can be playful with that experience, the more you can be joyful and loving. You know, as soon as you get stressed out or angry at yourself, you're shutting down the heart. We do a really, really cool demonstration of how that works in the workshop. So phenomenal. Emerald showed up in a way this last year to demonstrate that. That was just awesome. And so Walt does a really great job at poking that hard energy and helping it shine. And so in that aspect, he was so cool to have around. And so he was doing that and spreading that joy and that love. However, when I was lecturing, he was so good at just coming and laying on his dog bed. Or when we were doing the meditations, oh, how the dogs show up when we connect into the meditation is so phenomenal too. Who they choose to lay beside, how they choose to connect in, you know, Walt can bring with his size and his calmness, he can bring in such a grounded anchored state if somebody's needing it or just that like beautiful support because sometimes what we connect into can be a little bit emotional as well. So I just was so proud of this dog, so proud of both of the dogs, all of the animals here, because 
they show up so spectacularly. I'm not surprised, but I just, ah, just love them so much. I have to say, the next morning, the Sunday, was just had me in stitches. The other thing that goes on in the workshops, and I'm getting used to it, but for anybody who knows me, I really enjoy structure. I am getting better at going with the flow, but when it comes to a workshop or a training or something like that, I am the person that will keep us on task and on time. And when it comes to this workshop, especially the donkeys, they have a pretty big input on what needs to unfold. Although I maybe will feel we need to do this exercise or show up for this, I'll be hearing them being like, no, do this. No, do this. No, do this. No, let's do this this way. And they'll be sharing a lot. It's a lot to take in and navigate and move through, but it's, it's a really, really cool experience. And so the Sunday morning, Walt was out right at the beginning of the day. And so he was a little more excited because everybody was arriving. They were happy to see him. He was happy to see them. And Emerald, our one donkey, had shown me an exercise she wanted to do when people first arrived to have them connect with her. And so the way I have it set up in the barn is there's two strings, like they're the electric fence, but they're not connected. But they go across, halfway across the inside of the barn. So people are sitting on one side, the donkeys are sitting on the other. And they were seated and I was taking them through this meditation to connect with Emerald. And as I'm taking them through this, Walter starts telling me, all of these things that he wants to do. And I'm like, buddy, not right now. And you can tell he has this full energy. So he's jumping up on the table. And meanwhile, I'm vocally like leading people through a guided meditation. And he's up on the table. To him, I'm like, you need to calm down. If you don't calm down, you're going to have to go inside. This isn't okay. And then Jade, our other donkey, loves Walter, loved Herbert, loves Walter, is the biggest suck with Walter. Let's Walter play with her, which is fascinating. And so she's over. Walter's jumped up on my massage table. She's over there. She's putting her head around him and she's, it's okay. I got it. I'll keep him calm. I'm watching him. He can be out here. Please let him be out here. All of this is going on. I'm hearing all of this while I'm also breathing and connecting into guiding everybody through this meditation, this meditation journey. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then we took a couple of breaths and everyone started to calm. As much as it's the energy of Walter in that moment, he's also mirroring the energy of everybody coming in. And so in hindsight, maybe that morning, I should have done a bit of breathing for everybody, getting us all calm and centered because animals pick up on the vibration or resonance that's around them. It's really interesting. You'll notice a difference in your animal depending who's in the room or depending how you're feeling. As you're walking around, if you're nervous or anxious or stressed, notice how your animal is showing up as they tend to really be sensitive to that energy and can sometimes mirror your state within it. After that and everybody calmed, it came up that there was just 
some deeper sessions or unfoldings for some of the participants that the animals wanted to support. So people would come up and sit on the table and it was more than one person at a time because it was going with an overall theme, you could say. And for these two individuals, Walt just dialed right in in guiding the session for them. And there is this part about them connecting into their higher self and by trusting their higher self and all that they are, there was going to be more that unfolded. And so to demonstrate this, Walter was up on the massage table, jumped down off of the massage table, went up the stairs into the loft of the barn. And then there's this other area in the loft of the barn where it's kind of like it used to have a ladder going up to it. We closed that off and my dad put, I'll be honest, this little like railing and X. So it's kind of like a window. And so he went to that window spot and he stuck his head out and he just had the happiest look. With that, he was demonstrating or mirroring for the two participants. You know, when you level up, when you go into that higher state of yourself, you know, when you're up there, there's a lot of joy to be experienced, expressed. It's bringing you into your heart. So then as soon as I languaged what he was sharing with me, he came all the way back down the stairs and then he jumped back up and sat between them on the table. And then the whole time while he's doing that, Raz is laying under the table and then the donkeys are also showing up in different ways to move the energy and to balance things out. It's honestly my favorite time because those weekends are just so undeniably magical. It's a dream come true. I honestly at times need to pinch myself because I'm like, is this really going on? Is this really what I get to experience in life? No matter how many times I experience it, it still just blows my mind. Coming out of that weekend, I definitely, I saw a side of Walter that I just have not experienced before. And it was so wonderful. It was so amazing. And connective. And I love that I took the moment to listen and just to open up to being him being there the whole weekend and trusting him to do that, getting out of my own way that I could let him be there too. That wraps up today's episode and all that I had to share with you guys. When you're at home, or experiencing some things with your crew, take a couple of breaths. And if you're practicing any of this, again, let that curiosity come in, get lighthearted, get playful with the experience. It's where it can be hard with our own animals because if we're emotionally charged, those emotions are going to get in the way of us really accessing that intuition and connection from the heart. And that's where these connections unfold. So Take some slow, full breaths. Breathe down to the belly. Feel your awareness, almost like a glowing light. Go from your head into your heart. Feel as if your heart is governing the breath for you. And then connect in with the animals that share your path. See what they have to say or how they want to show up or see if while you're doing that, If they even come up and give you a little nudge in the heart or start purring and if they support you in deepening your journey into the heart. Awesome. 
Thank you again so much for showing up and listening today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm-hmm.